afternoon, wherever you are across the globe. Welcome to On the Sofa with Esther Austin. Uh, two hours of great music, inspiring conversation, a place where old school meets new school. Live from London, Sundays 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. GMT on LN Soul Radio. Well, ladies and gents, thank you for joining me this evening. Um, I have two fabulous, fabulous artists for you. The first one will be this side of 8 o'clock, Whittington Still. Whittington Still, I call her the soulful songstress. She does jazz, she does R&B, she's deep and she is soulful. And so we'll be speaking to her at quarter past 8 this evening, which would be quarter past 3 EST and quarter past 12 PST. And then on the other side of nine, I have the legend Shirley Jones from the Jones Girls, ladies and gents. Do you remember Knights of Egypt and Who Can I Run To? So that's going to be on the other side of nine. So two fabulous guests will be on today. And, um, over the next few weeks, especially as we head into March next week, hasn't time flown quickly? I have a stellar, stellar lineup of guests for you. And I will be celebrating International Women's Month, which is, well, they have International Women's Day, but I'm going to do it for the month. And also in the UK, it's Mother's Day. So I will only be interviewing female artists. Um, throughout the month and very shortly I will be talking to Shirley Jones from the Jones Girls and she's got a really interesting story because I've been doing my briefing around the Jones Girls and Diana Ross had a big was a big influence and she played a big role in getting the Jones Girls recognized and they've worked with some big names you know they she personally knew Luther Vandross and I'm like dang I'm so looking forward to talking to her later Thank you so much for joining me today. <laughs> well, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Well, I've been looking forward to this all week. I, I... Sorry. 
Oh, great. Let me just turn the fan on. I just moved into my uh, family room. Hold on. I got to turn the fan on. It's hot in here. Okay. <laughs> Woohoo! Shirley Jones. Let me just play some music in the background while she's getting ready. I'm here. It's seven. It's seventy-five degrees here today. We have beautiful weather. Oh wow! So and where whereabouts I'm are here. you? Yes. You are. Whereabouts are you? Atlanta. Okay. Atlanta, well, you can, Georgia. Mm -hmm. Well, you yeah. can send some of that heat over to us here because in London it's been quite cold today. The sun's been out, but it's been quite cold. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, we're going to warm up in the studio with this interview with you today, Shirley. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Shirley, first and foremost, I'd like to say thank you for joining me on the sofa with yours truly, Esther. And I like to ask my guests always like to ask my guests in a nutshell in a peanut shell or maybe a crab shell who is Shirley Jones Shirley Jones is a very spiritual hmm. loving woman mother now grandmother yes sister grandma. to my to the love sisters that are no longer here, daughter, and one third of a group, the Jones girls, that wanted from the day we started singing and were old enough to sing, wanted to make music that would make people feel good, make people feel loved, make people feel sexy, make people feel empowered. That's who Shirley Jones is. <laughs> Fantastic. It's really interesting, Shirley, because I've been watching lots of your other interviews and I've watched um, you perform a lot of your solo performances. And one thing that really comes out with you is, sorry, my dog, I've got my dog here. He's just trying to jump on my lap. <laughs> you see, when oh you're live, goodness. when you're live, you've got to manage all these <laughs> different things and still try oh, to everything. look. Yeah, you do, you do. <laughs> <laughs> but you, what, what I what I do get with you is this sense of how you encourage your audience, how you you talk about where you've come from, but also what you give and giving back to the community, and not just through your music, but just being there for your brother or your sister. That comes out in everything that I've observed and watched about you and for me that just adds to the music that you have gifted the world with Shirley and that that that's me I mean that is me that's what I enjoy uh, my sisters and brothers I enjoy not only performing I enjoy just reading about being involved in anything that somebody's doing to uplift themselves and others because we you know it's it's a village and yes. i'm part of a beautiful village of black and brown people mm -hmm. and i hope to be uh, one of the ones that uh and and i believe i have been my sisters and i have been that encourage us that inspire us that empower us absolutely to keep on going for whatever it is that you're going for in life, whatever you feel your place is in this life, because I know I already know mine is to sing and mm. uplift and empower people. 
Yes, absolutely. I feel as if I'm at church. I feel a hallelujah coming on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and Shirley, you know, you've you've had a really eclectic career and you've obviously enjoyed it. I mean, yes, you've had your ups and downs, but I can still sense that that enjoyment for creating music, writing music, being part of music, for music being part of your life. So when you actually get out there on stage, where do you go to? I, I, I go to a space that is so beautiful that when, I, when I'm off stage, uh, because I, I don't like being scripted. You know, a lot of mm -hmm. people, they never know. My band never know. They they just always, there's certain, certain um, things that I give them to let them, to let them know that, hey, you cannot put me in a box yes. for me to say the same thing every night to every audience because my band know I may switch up and say anything or extend <laughs> a song based on how I'm on how I'm feeling mm -hmm. so uh, the, the place I go is just totally into everything that it that is beautiful that is loving so that I can relate that to the audience mm -hmm. and You've obviously sang so many songs in in your lifetime. If I were to ask you to choose your favorite three, your favorite three, what would they be, Shirley? Favorite three Jones Girl songs. Jones Girl songs. Who can I run to? Mm -hmm. Do you get enough love? And get as much love as you can. Because there's something about the do you get enough love? I think you change that sometimes. Do you give? I remember, yes, you were talking about I do. you sometimes change I do it. Say, do you give enough I love? I say that mm -hmm, in my show. And yeah. I, now that's the, I, that's what, because I mean, that's the question now. You know, it, it's about giving. It's about sharing. And, and if you've been blessed with uh, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, with health, with extra money or whatever, it's about giving that Absolutely. to help uplift someone else mm. and also why why is um who do i run to no what is it um, who can i run who can i run to why is that one in your top favorite three for the jones girls um, because it's a song that to me it's a it's about love it's really about who can i run to when you really need love mm. who can you who I believe everybody should have somebody where you can just be you that yes. knows everything that's got your back and that should be your 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 spouse your um, your children who's got your back who can you run to when you really need to to just let go and and express yourself and and, and say whatever it is that you're feeling who's got your back who can you run to and that's a question of uh, mental health question for, yes. for a lot of people because so many people a lot you know a lot of relationships that uh, they it, a lot of people uh, equate sex with with mm -hmm. love and and mm -hmm. sex is a big part of love but love bare naked love needs to be expressed and that's that's the spiritual the physical all of it and who can you run to for that everybody needs somebody to have their back somebody you can run to when you have n you, when you just really need to express yourself 
my 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 person uh is the good lord <laughs> and and then and then of course my guy that i've been with but everybody needs that and that's that's why that so such that song for 40 years now has been my personal favorite jones girl song and it's interesting you say that because your son and nephew have done, I would say, a, a retake of that, you know, who can I hip-hop run to, yes. hip-hop style yes. And yes. <laughs> that's a tribute. They pay tribute, obviously, to your, you know, your late sisters, Valerie and Brenda, and, and yourself yes. as well. So how has that been received? It's been excellent and it's getting ready to really blow up because on may 16th Mm. there's a big show over here called unsung that's on tv one and it's millions of viewers well we are the 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 new season starts march 21st Mm -hmm. in a few weeks and we are the finale show uh may 16th um, so it's going to be, and I believe it, I believe you can be, you guys eventually get it over there, but it's huge here in the States. It's on TV one. Okay. Um, and that they, their song, uh, takes the whole, it, it takes the whole episode off. Okay. So they, we're, intro, we're introducing their song in that episode. So, and millions of people will be watching that night. Okay. Brilliant. You've disappeared on me. Oh, there you are. Yeah, there. somebody yeah. Called, called my phone. I just declined it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shirley, where, where to now? Um, you've done so much and you give so much. Where, where to now for Shirley? What else can the world expect from Shirley of the Jones Girls, musically, spiritually? Oh, my goodness. I cannot wait for this <laughs> pandemic to be over. Uh, <laughs> to perform i cannot Mm. wait to get back out there to touch and feel and laugh and sing and love Mm. and so i'll be out there uh, back back uh, i one of the promoters from uh london uh texted me the other day and said that they're going to start um the booking gigs again anytime i think it's opening up anytime after june 21st yes yes which keep I'm keeping my fingers crossed that 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 remains the whole that it holds mm-hmm. and I think over here it's pretty much they're saying August so we're looking for we're looking forward to just getting back out there me and and so many of my friends <laughs> all we do is talk to each other on the phone and we've all done all kind of different little house projects mm-hmm. and stuff but I'll be out there singing. Like I told uh, somebody the other day, I said, even if I'm out here singing on street corners, I've got to <laughs> back out there to the people. I really yeah. do. Yeah. It's it's interesting <laughs> because with the um, previous artist that I interviewed in the first half of the show, she encouraged people to find their, some sort of thing around creativity to, to do something just to keep yourself sane. And, oh, yeah. you know, have you, have you, written any new songs throughout this time is there anything that you've created throughout this period my um i have a remake of who can i run to this out now on okay. all on all formats and it's even out on vinyl too mm. uh called i won't tell and it's a remake of who can i run to and that's out then and i have just been uh doing my projects i have written i have a song um that I'm going to be finishing up within the next couple of weeks with Everest. Um, he's a singer over there in, in London. Okay. And he, uh, I wrote, co-wrote a song with him. So I'll be doing my studio part 
and sending it back to him for him to put it together and it's a duet so that's going to be released over there soon mm -hmm. and then uh, sitting during the pandemic I have just been doing things around the house like mm -hmm. I love to paint and I just finished um, one of my bedrooms that my daughter moved out of and now I'm re redoing the whole room we just finished doing all the painting and everything mm -hmm. and I've been out um, looking looking online trying to get the perfect furniture pieces that that I want because mm. you know I'm really big into decorating and I've been doing a lot of that during the pandemic in my house mm, <laughs> giving it a complete makeover Brilliant, brilliant. And I'm just going to go back a little bit, Shirley, in terms of when you started out on, when you and your sisters started out on this incredible journey. And one thing that's, that's quite striking and that comes up in a lot of your music is this whole thing of harmonies, the harmonies, um, and how that was your USP, you know, your unique signature point, just how you all harmonized. Can you give us a bit of background about the harmonies? Because I know that you, your mother taught you all, and that's where it originally started, the singing and then the harmonizing, and then a little later down, Diana Ross finding finding out about you guys and helping to support you into yes. who you, in you know, became. Yes, she did. Um, the person I give all the credit to for our harmonies is my mom. Mm. My mom knew voices. She was not only a professional, very popular gospel singer uh, in her own right, but she knew voices. She was the, the music director at our church growing up. Mm. So she trained the, the different uh, choir members and once she realized the talents that we had, mm. she started teaching us. We will rehearse. She taught us how to blend, how to pull back, me especially having the high note, how to be toned so that we all gelled. And that, that was something that my sisters and I perfected over the years, loving it, enjoying it. And it became like, like breathing mm. <laughs> to us uh, because we were perfectionists. Valerie happened to be born with near perfect pitch, so we always uh, had her making sure that not only were the harmonies right, but everybody was right on their note as well. Mm -hmm. And what is it, I mean, obviously you, you, you miss your sisters, but for the most part, what is it that you really miss about not having them around as that trio that were the Jones girls? Oh, I miss the moments when we would be in, in when we were in a creating mood, uh, doing backgrounds, be it for ourselves or many, many other artists. Uh, we had no, no, no husbands, mm -hmm. no kids no friends, no one but the three of us. That's the way we, we worked best. And mm -hmm. the three of us together, while we were creating, we would laugh, we would cry, we would just just love each other. And those are the best memories that I have of my sisters mm -hmm. creating together because they were super talented and super creative. And it's, it's interesting because just watching yourselves perform, there was, I mean, most performers love what they do, but with the three of you, there was this energy of fun. You can see it 
you know fun and really 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 getting into the music I know that might sound silly because you are artists but you know sometimes you can see that little extra in certain people where they're just really imbued in this space of I'm having fun I'm doing what I enjoy I'm doing what I've been put down here to do and that's what I see from yourselves and then you've got the biggest of smiles as well so that is you know like the cherry on the top (laughs) yeah we we loved it we loved performing we loved working together in the studio we loved preparing and creating together before we went into the studio so we just enjoyed it those those memories are really what keep me going because i gotta stay on top of it because with brendan valerie not being here uh i know that if i'm not on top of my game in uh keeping the jones girls legacy alive Mm. they'll come down and let me know <laughs> so, so trust me they, they so i know that they're that they're proud of me for continuing the legacy mm-hmm. and the the songs of the jones girls brilliant brilliant and can you also the time you've got we've got about um five ten minutes can you also share a little bit about the role that diana ross played in your career in helping you guys to elevate onto the next level of the of your career oh absolutely diana when we um it was funny because we were very very popular uh, background singers in california uh doing background for the likes of like Lou Rawls and mm. Aretha Franklin and Cher and Helen Reddy and Norman Connors and just absolutely everybody. Um, Frida Payne, Holland Dozier, Holland, Lamont Dozier. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we heard that she was looking for background singers, so of course, being from Detroit, I my Detroit shirt. <laughs> we <laughs> I was just there last year and, and loved it. Grew, growing up loving. Um, the Supremes because we always wanted to be like the Supremes from from the elegance, the the sounds, the mm. the, the wigs, the, the 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 performances. We always we absolutely admired the Supremes, and when we had the opportunity to audition for her, her the first words out of her mouth when we auditioned because she had been turning everybody down from what we hear. And we did not know she was actually going to be there. We thought we were into uh, that we were auditioning for her um, music director, Gil Askey, at the time, and her road manager, Don Peak. Mm. So we were singing, and McKinley, the, our manager, was playing the piano. We were singing "Ain't No Mountain High Enough," "Reach Out and Touch" for them, and we saw the smiles on their faces. And then out of nowhere. I guess they didn't want to tell us because we, you know, we they don't know how we would have performed. Mm. <laughs> but out of nowhere, out of a back room, I, I remember this long haul comes Diana Ross. And the first words out of her mouth are, you guys are terrific. Can you get passports? We're going to London. Excellent. And that's where we went. The very first tour started in London and then we went on, you know, to Europe, through through throughout Europe. And when we got back, we were getting ready to do Caesar's, Caesar's Palace and the States. She said to you guys are terrific. Uh, I'm just getting rave reviews and I want to introduce you to the world. So you know I changed clothes, which she did. She changed, <laughs> she changed clothes five or six times in her show. 
And she said, so learn a song. And during one of my changes, I'm gonna bring you to bring you on and let people hear you. So we did, we learned If I Ever Lose This Heaven. And she would uh, let the audience know, these are my girls. Uh, I know you guys have been listening to them and they're, the, they're sisters from Detroit. Uh, and while I go change my clothes, I want you to mm -hmm. listen to them. Mm -hmm. And that's what, that that's how we got with Gambling Hop. Fantastic. And yes. what do you feel has been the mainstay of people still wanting to hear the Jones Girls? I mean, when the people found out that I was interviewing you, you know, my phone went mental, like, seriously Shirley Jones Shirley Jones the Jones girls the Jones girls ping 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 so what is it that you still feel is the pull that your music has after all this time Shirley the 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 music is all about love I mean every song Gamble and Huff to me are the pro most prolific writers of the 70s and 80s um not not only for us, but groups like the OJ's, um, yes. uh, Billy Paul, me and Mrs. Jones, mm -hmm. Phyllis Hyman, Living All Alone, and uh, Patti LaBelle, and then the Jones Girl songs. I mean, who can't love Nights Over Egypt or Dance Turn to Romance? That uh, Who Can I Run To? I just love the man. I'm at your mercy. I mean, because the the lyrics are so profound, mm -hmm. the musician was just excellent. You know, real strings and horns and real guitars. And I think that's the beauty of, in the longevity of the music. And I'm so grateful because it seems like such a appreciation mm -hmm. has come forward circle and I'm introduced to kids that are like 20 years old 18 that are just getting into the Jones girls from from nights over Egypt or dance turn of romance they're hearing these songs and they're investigating and they're learning about about us and how we put our heart and soul and love into each and every song yeah, and as you're talking, I've, I'm gonna have, to, I've got about five minutes. But as you're talking, there's this old school meets new school. That's a phrase and a terminology that I've been using more and more recently. Where you know, like you said, the youngsters are really embracing, I would say, old school. And also today, I discovered Incognito has a remake of um, Nights Over Egypt. Uh, you know, Incognito. Mm -hmm. You must. And I was like, wow, yeah. this is this is fantastic and so yeah. Shirley in in winding down if you were to share with anyone I mean you've shared some incredible words of inspiration you've shared a bit about your journey you've shared about the the ethos and what the Jones girls still stand for what could you say to someone and I'd love to ask this question on this who was on the sidelines who wants to take that first step to, into their dreams and they're still sitting on the sidelines or even to do with this pandemic, what would you encourage them to do? I would encourage them to just keep at it. Mm. Keep at it. If, uh, if you're a singer, if you're a singer or a musician, keep at it. Rehearse, practice, practice, practice. Uh, and then if you're really trying to get out there, take yourself, videotape. 
or audio tape yourself and keep sending keep sending that stuff out there mm -hmm. because eventually you if you keep keep at it you send things out there somebody's gonna respond Absolutely. but the most important thing is be ready when they do <laughs> yes. so because even even myself now i've been in the business for so many years but i still have a vocal mm -hmm. coach when when i go out on the road I have a vocal coach. Oh my goodness, I've lost you completely. Hold I'm on. I'm here. I'm still here. Uh, yeah, I know you're there, but I'm trying to find you. <laughs> oh, there we are, the Zoom meeting. Okay, <laughs> let's see if I can get there without turning the... Because I just completely... I'll my, keep waving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this And I just got this new phone, so that's why I'm not doing it like... But like we can I keep should. talking oh. as you as you. Yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah, we can we'll keep I'll, I'll talking. Right as we say, yeah. this is live live radio. So there we go. There we go. Yeah, I just got the new um, iPhone 12, so I'm still learning Ooh. it because it's, it's different things on it mm. <laughs> than 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 the old phone I had. Um, and I guess I did say the last question, but one thing that's come to you: what are the attributes that you feel um, people need to learn or build when they get into the music industry so that they can have that longevity you learn learn the business because it's a business too mm. i mean you know after all the performances and and recordings and all of that you still make sure that you know you're you're in the business of music make sure you get in the right percentages and the royalties and and all of those things that that you're that you're definitely entitled to once you get to that to a certain level mm. so learn the business of music excellent excellent and there are a lot of books out there that that can teach you about the business of music as well you know that's interesting that's a that's a real motown because i've had the privilege of interviewing lots of motown artists and that is one mm -hmm. thing they all say it's nice yes. to dress up it's nice to sing but they've all said you've got to learn the business as that's one of the best pieces of advice i've heard so surely yeah. in winding down oh time is going so fast this has been a real pleasure a real honor is there anything else that you'd like to share it'd be lovely to have you back in london because i believe you were here before lockdown is that correct Oh my God! Yes, Streatham, just up the road from I me. Yes, I can't wait to come back. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, the the promoter, they, he's working on something now. I think for around July. Well, I'll be there. London's the first place. I cannot wait. Okay. Brilliant. <laughs> I, I wait. And can yes. I ask you to give us a rendition, Shirley? Of. Uh, ah. Yes, I know. I yes, most definitely. Everybody, I know it's been a rough year. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've lost a ton of people over here. Me personally just lost um, my makeup guy and he designed uh, all my clothes last Saturday uh, to, COVID, to COVID along with so many other people. And just remember it, that it's all about love. Mm -hmm. We are all in this thing together. And so I'm going to ask you, do you give enough, give enough? Give enough, give enough love. I want to know. And when I'm over there, they can answer that question for me. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Well, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, I have been talking to Shirley Jones from the Jones Girls. It was short, it was brief, but it was succinct. And I found find so 
incredibly inspirational and powerful and you know look out for Shirley when she's over hopefully in the latter end of this year and Shirley I'd like to say thank you for your time it's been a real thank honor you. God bless and everybody please stay safe wear your mask and we will get through it we, we're going to get through this so that we can all get together and just one big group big hug, hug yeah, absolutely <laughs> absolutely well I'm thank you so to. much I'm wishing you all the best for the rest of your week Shirley Jones thank you thank you, you. too Bye bye. Bye bye. Neo Soul Radio Station. This is Ellen Soul Radio.